The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. CSPN and the WrestleCast present to you Cast of Strong Style with your hosts JPK Moto and Don DeLorente. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Cast of Strong Style. I'm your host Don DeLorente. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, Moto. Hey, 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 Don. How are you? I'm great. What's going on? Well, nothing much. Just chilling here, enjoying a ton of wrestling from New Japan. Right, right. We got a busy, busy, busy show today. We've got a whole lot of things to cover. But first and foremost, we want to let everybody know that you can find Cast of Stone Style presented by the WrestleCast at tspn.us, also at www.wrestlecast.tumblr.com. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and you can also get us on any app for Android or iPhone that you can use to play, download, and subscribe to podcasts. So, Moto, we're going to get jump into the news first and foremost. We had some news come out of New Japan last couple of weeks ago where they announced that this G1 is going to have some stakes to it in America now, in Los Angeles, as we're going to have a tournament to crown an IWGP United States champion. Woo woo! Oh my gosh! This is such huge news. I'm so excited. Yes. So this is going to bring a lot of legitimacy to the rumors that there's going to be an American division of New Japan set up, I guess, based in California, Los Angeles, where the flights are shorter and a little bit cheaper to get to Japan. So um, the possibilities are endless as we have uh, Hangman Page and Jay Lethal as the first two people confirmed as nominated to be in the tournament. And again, that will be starting on July 1st. Yes, this is a very, very big belt. It's gorgeous. If you haven't looked at it, go to new NJPW1972 and then you can see how beautiful this belt is. It's a great belt and this is the start of a great division. Excellent start to New Japan and getting their foothold in America. I'm very pleased. Right, so we will be able to also, in America, watch this great event as it happens, as it was also announced that Excess will be carrying the events on Friday night, as they will have Jim Ross and Josh Barnett call the action live and in color. Great, great news, and it's going to be exclusive on Access TV for the first night. Second night will be um, on NJPWWorld.com, so right. look forward to that. Right. So um, Access, I think they're going to try in the next few weeks here to try to ramp up um, their weekly Friday night show to try to get as current as they can. So this will kind of be like that next show that they're supposed to have will be like, bam, we're caught up. Well, as they should, because they have to they have to get it together. This is a huge event for New Japan and very possibly a very huge event for Access TV. People would subscribe to Access TV just to see the G1 special. Right. So we're looking forward to seeing and hearing Access's coverage of New Japan in America. Um, we're going to move on to the injury front as it is the time of year when the tournaments start coming around after the Wrestle Kingdom where guys do start getting injured um, on the hills of Shibata and Hamna. Now we have Tanahashi as he has suffered a full biceps tear. 
Um, he will sit out this best of the Super Juniors run and try to be ready to have his match against Naito for the IC title at Dominion. At least that is the plan as of now. Um, we wish Tanahashi the best. I I personally think it's a bit early. I mean, that's a full bicep tear. That's that's no joke. And Dominion is three weeks away. I wish him a speedy recovery, um, and we wish him the best here at Caster Strong Style. Right. Uh, Tanahashi uh, suffered the injury while he was doing the uh, War of the Worlds tour uh, in Toronto um, after the pay-per-view event that happened in New York. I think it happened on the Saturday night after the Friday night show. And speaking of that Friday night show, we just want to kind of highlight a couple of matches that we thought were were pretty good. We'll start with Will Ospreay and Jay White. Surprisingly, I think a lot of people might not have thought that this match was going to be anything, but it was really good. It was definitely very good. Jay White's forearms, I was like, whoa, very, very powerful. There was a big spot where um, White did the brain buster on Will Ospreay. It made me shout, oh my God, at my screen. And then he followed up with a missile dropkick. And there I thought it was over, but no, um, White made a big mistake um, of not pinning Osprey, and it just went from there. Great, great match. Must-see match. Right, right. Um, just for um, highlight and internet um, beef purposes, uh, check out the Bully Ray and Briscoes versus Goto and Rapungi Vice match, as that is the picture, the famous picture of the Bubba Ray dive. Mm-hmm. Comes from that match. So, you know, there's a little origin from, you know, the beef and drama that's been on Twitter in the last week. Um, next great match that we would say check out for the uh, ROH tag team titles, the Young Bucks versus Naito and Bushi. High quality stuff. Yes, very well-paced match. Great back and forth between the two teams. Of course, the Young Bucks, we've always said, you know, we missed them around. It's, it was great seeing them again. Very right. good stuff. And then finally, uh, check out the Tanahashi and Adam Cole match. And uh, this got a lot of pub for actually what happened after uh, the match was over more than actually what happened inside the match. So uh, shake up going on and a good way to kind of, you know, do some business in, in ROH's case. So, yeah, very, very big moment for both New Japan and uh, Ring of Honor. Great moment for both factions and for companies. All right. So now we're going to get into what everybody came for. And that is the best of the Super Juniors. And we're going to go, I think, night one through five, Moto, I think is what we're up to. Yes. yes our reviews here. So I think we're halfway through the tournament, I think. Mm-hmm. So Josh is a good stopping point here and, and let you guys know what's been going on. We've had just some really good highlight matches um, throughout this tournament. So we'll get into night one. First match of the tournament, Taka Michinoku versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Um, Taka, Pokes Liger in the eye, gets him in a triangle. Then he transitions from that into the jackknife cradle, and he gets the win. So one time for heel life. Uh, <laughs> I'm not about that heel life necessarily, but I will say that this match really set the stage for the rest of the night. I, uh, If you were catching me on Twitter, I was live tweeting this whole event. Um, with this match, um, kind of a slow start. Liger, of course, with the surfboard. Um, yes, surfboard. Um, the chair to Taka's back, I love that as well. And Taka, there was a spot where he had the rear naked chokehold for so long, and I thought Liger was going to tap. Everybody was screaming. People on Twitter were screaming. People in the audience were screaming for him not to tap. He didn't, but unfortunately, he still lost with the pin. Legend Liger loses to everybody's shock and dismay. 
Next up, we had Volador Jr. versus Tiger Mask. As Volador Jr. hits Tiger Mask with the top rope Spanish fly, and he gets the win. Um, the top rope Spanish fly is, is a remarkable move, and it's one of these moves that it, when you see it for the first time, it defies all logic and gravity, and you actually don't know who did what to who. You have to see it a couple of more times to kind of realize, like, oh, okay, that's what. Yes, the, the Spanish fly is just insane. Um, first of all, it's Tiger Dad. Second of all, Volador Jr., I have to announce, is not going to be called Volador Jr. anymore. I will call him Mexican Bret Hart. Si. Now, yes, thank you very much. Um, Spanish fly aside, it was a great match. There was a lot of back and forth with the arm drags at first. I felt it was a bit choppy, but then afterwards, um, Volador's Hurricanrana which made um, Tiger Dad go out. And then he followed up with the sunset flip. I was dying, 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 dying. And Volador is very consistent with his selling. I really noted that because that was great. Added to the psychology of the match. I love this match, even though poor Tiger Dad lost. But shout out to Mexican Bret Hart with the Spanish lie. Next up, everybody's favorite, Taichi versus King Ricochet. Uh, Ricochet hits... It's a variation at Nation Kick. Then follows that up with the Shooting Star Press, and he gets the win. Uh, he overcame all the antics and uh, did what Ricochet does, and that looks spectacular. Um, I want to say bless King Ricochet for um, putting Trash Taichi where he belongs, the trash. Um, the best part of Taichi's uh, antics is Miho Abe, and she was there in full force. Um, I actually noted that the crowd actually liked to see her more than Taichi. I always knew Japan was smart. Um, they're firmly behind Ricochet. He's very over. Um, it was a lot of antics at first. Like Taichi just did not want to go in the ring, and finally he does. Ricochet does the suicide dive to get this match going, which I loved. Other than that, Taichi can go somewhere. Props to King Ricochet. Next up, Bushi versus ACH. ACH gets the win with the Mikanochu Driver. ACH is I call him Apollo Cruz with more charisma. Um, that's not giving him the credit that he deserves, in my opinion. Um, Apollo Crews just, he just can suck the charisma out. He's a charisma vacuum. Just, there's just nothing going on but that smile. ACH does everything he can to play to the crowd. He is very super campy. Um, he waves all over the place. And I have to say, as a black nerd who loves anime, he is a dream. He came in wearing Gotenks vest. Gotenks is from DBC People. Look it up. Uh, one piece anime tights and boots, and then he yells super, which is also Frankie from One Piece. So I loved all of that. Um, he plays to the crowd just a bit too much at times. I wish he would tone that down, but other than that, he's very athletic. I like to see him that um leg drop over the rope, a bit sloppy, but it was still good. And um, Bushi's backstabber through the middle ropes was like insane. Um, I love this this match even though it was a tad bit sloppy on both sides. And I like that ACH wins. He's very over with the Japanese crowd, which surprised me. And uh, I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Well, well, you know, he wrestles in Noah, so it's not like... No, he's not know, he's new. No, he's not a complete outsider, but it's just jarring to see, you know, an American really into it. Like, he goes in and people are just yelling his super with him, you know, because... In Japan, you're not used to a lot of foreigners really getting that over in the ring like he was, in my opinion. Right. Um, you know who would probably 
do well in that aspect would be Xavier Woods. Oh, he would be, oh my gosh, he would be admired and like, no question, no question. He would be just as over as ACH, probably even more over. Right. They'd make a good tag team, actually, I think. Mm -hmm. It'd be fun. So our next matchup is El Desperado, a.k.a. El Despi versus Kushida. El Desperado hits the guitar del angel, or his spinning set out slam, and he gets the pin. Uh, Here's your narrative. uh, Still on the the down. I... I said that this would be a redeeming tournament for Kushida, and it just doesn't seem that it's going that way. He does not have his bubble jacket. I'm starting to think that this is the source of his powers at this point. He does have, uh, he's got nothing. When, no bubble jacket. There's nothing going on. Anyway, um, El Desperado, I'm going to call him the menacing chef from now on because that's what he looks like. He's starting to take notes from Taichi in terms of, of how to use props, but he knows how to use them properly. He's been, he took out a pen during the match and he was actually grinding it near um, Kushida's eyes. He worked on Kushida's knees. He really was just methodical in getting Kushida where he wanted him. And I have to give it to the menacing chef. He, he won that out. I don't know what's going on. Kushida, get that bubble jacket back. You, you need to call somebody, call Carl Kanai, call fat farm, call somebody. You need that bubble jacket, sir. Maybe it was just in the cleaners, and he lost the ticket. Well, buy another one. You're losing. <laughs> buy another one. Next up, Marty Squirrel versus Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay comes off the ropes for the os cutter, but Marty Squirrel catches him in the crossface chicken wing and gets Osprey to tap out. So that was a huge debut for Marty Squirrel. First time in New Japan. First time in the Best of Super Juniors tournament. And he gets an upset over last year's champion, defending champion, Will Ospreay. Whoop, whoop. Just have to do that. My gosh, Marty Skrull, the villain, newest member of the Bullet Club, I have to say. And I wrote down what he said as he was walking in the ring. I'm about to make Best of Super Juniors my bitch, baby. That's what he said. Seriously. And uh, he really did. Um, very over with the crowd. I like when Marty did the head scissors and then Osprey cartwheeled out of it. Um, it was a very good back and forth. Um, Skrull had devastating kicks. Um, Marty Skrull, if you have not seen him, he they don't he doesn't call himself the villain for for no reason. He will do anything, and he likes to dismantle his opponents. Literally, he will go to your nose. He has a thing where he like breaks people's fingers. That's what he does. He knows what he's doing. I like it. It was Ariel's versus Trickery, and in the end, the villain won out with his trickery. Yes, yes, and and I'm becoming a huge mark for that Bullet Club umbrella too. I need that in my life. Buy it for me. You heard it here. He said it. He said it. Don just agreed to buy me the Bullet uh, Club umbrella. Thank you, Don. You're so great. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Next match. Yeah. Woo-woo. Next match, uh, Taguchi versus Kanemaru. Uh, after getting out of the ankle lock via a low blow, Kanemaru gets caught in a small package coming off the ropes and Taguchi. So, Taguchi I mean, is on the board. He is. Um, tons of hip attack attempts with this one. Um, Taka really tried to distract the, the, the ref, and then he kicked Taguchi in the balls, and then Taguchi takes advantage and then kicks him. Um, I liked it. It was, it was a good match. Very comedic. I did like at the end that if you saw the Young Lions, they worked so hard, these Young Lions. Oka was actually icing um, Taguchi's groin down. Yes, it was quite, quite funny to see. Um, it's a thankless job. It is a thankless job. So shout out to the Young Lions. For that, um, I like the match. It was just, you know, it was good. Right, right. Main event time, night one of Best of Super Juniors. Dragon Lee 
versus Takahashi. Dragon Lee counters a destroyer from Takahashi. Dragon Lee then gives Takahashi a Death Valley driver in the corner, then hits the Phoenix Plex and gets the victory. Wow, wow, and wow. Um, Takahashi came out with the storybook. If you don't know, he actually has a storybook that he made, uh, the story of the Super Juniors, and every single wrestler has a picture and notes that he has made. With Dragon Lee's, the word love in all caps is next to his picture. I mean, we all know Takahashi's crazy. You, you, you know, think about that. Um, I'll say for the match, this was a war in parts, in battles. Um, it started off with Battles of the Chops 1. It was a back and forth, but Dragon Lee won that. Um, Lee flipped over the top rope to do the Hurricane Rana. I love that. Takahashi, you know, came back and tried to take off his mask. And then we go into the battle of the German suplexes. Takahashi starts, but, you know, it was just back and forth with the German suplexes across the ring. Um, Lee finished it off and won that battle. Then we go into the battle of the chops, too. Dragon Lee wins that and punctuates it with a high knee. I love that. He teased the top rope spot where um, Takahashi was hanging down and he was going to jump down. They both teased it. But Dragon Lee ended up getting the kick. Um, Takahashi, you know... He's at this point. He's like he's got he's got to switch. He uh, switches to a submission strategy, does the buckle bomb, but doesn't get the time bomb off. He opts to try to remove Dragon Lee's mask instead, which I think is where he he did his errors. And Tak Takashi really yelled in frustration, did the buckle bomb, yelled again, but Dragon Lee reversed that to do the, the buckle bomb on Takahashi. Um, does his finisher and Takahashi, who has not been defeated in singles competition since his return suffers his first loss great match shocking match i loved it and of course you know they always try to kill each other so must see match right and if you've never seen the dragon lee versus takahashi match or if you actually if you have seen one this was a, a kind of a toner toned down version of one mm-hmm because they have to, you know, wrestle for like the next three weeks, so they can't just go out here and do their normal, like, you know, crash and burn type matches that they do. But it was still control violence for the those two, and it was very, very entertaining. Oh, they did try to try to kill each other. They just, you know, minimize, you know, the yes. killing <laughs> attempts. I would say. Right, right, right. So we're gonna move into night two. Um, we had some undercard matches. Um, I'll actually say that the one that I liked the most was the K- Kojima, Juice Robinson, Taguchi, Kushida versus L.I.J. with Naito, Sonata, Evil, and Bushi. Um, Kushida hits the springboard elbow on both Naito and Bushi, but Bushi counters the hoverboard lock into the backslide jackknife cradle combo, and he pins Kushida. Um, yeah, it was a really good match and a really cool finish. So um, uh, There's actually something else that came from that match that I'll be talking about a little bit later. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna wait till later, Don. You don't want to tell the people about it now. No, no, we're gonna get through the we're gonna get through the, the 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 reviews because we have so many days to go, and then we'll we'll save those things for later. Oh, okay, all right. So next we got Taka Mix- Taka versus Taichi. My favorite match of this whole card. You serious? You're not. Was, you're not serious. I, I loved it. You know why? Why? Because it's like they both come out, and it's like, oh snap! You know what? These are two guys from Suzuki who always come out together. So it's like, oh, what are they going to do? <laughs> and then they just kind of roam around each other for like five minutes. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous, this match. <laughs> it was great. I was sitting there like, yep, 
this is good stuff because it's kind of like I knew it was going to be once I kind of, you know, got my bearings and was like, oh, it's going to be some antics. I wonder what the antics You were wondering what antics were going to be with Taichi? Really? But what kind of antics is he going to pull with his real dog, though? Well, I mean, they both went all out in terms of the antics. If you are one for, if you are a sucker for antics, this match is for you. We've got canes, we've got mallets, we've got tights. I mean, it was just so much. It's not my cup of tea. You know, uh, Don was head over heels apparently for this match. Not my cup of tea, but um, it was it was entertaining. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, and um, he really got the best. Taichi really got the best of Taka. Uh, yes. Taka. So Taka. Okay. He, ta- Taichi. He actually faked any injury. So they actually did start to wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. He fakes any injury, and then he kicks them. You know, as Taka's trying to mend, he kicks him low, and then he locked in the prawn and he got the win. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is. It is what it is. I guess. I mean, they're happy with it. I mean, it is what it is. Hey, man, I, I I've got enjoyment. I thought it was very creative. So we get the villain Marty Scroll versus Dragon Lee on the top rope. Dragon Lee hits Scroll with the headbutt, and then he hits him. You know, he um gets his foot hung, hung underneath the ropes as he falls back. So he's kind of doing that, you know, kind of like a sit up. And then Dragon Lee comes off with the double foot stomp, the old Alberto Dorio finisher. And uh, yep. Dragon Lee gets the win. So Dragon Lee is 2-0 and so far now. I like this match a lot. I mean, with Marty Skrull, he was up to his villainous antics, including tying Dragon Lee via his mask to the ropes, which <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, you know, I thought it was hilarious. Um, the finger snap, of course. Um, I like the match. Great back and forth. Um, Dragon Lee, Ariel as usual, and great, great match between the two. I wish Marty won this, but Dragon Lee, of course. Great guy. Right. No complaints. Of course. Dragon Lee's a very good wrestler. He's He can go. Mm-hmm. We get... Give it to me. Taiga! No. The, the, the correct uh, assumption for Takahashi, the taking time off. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Ticking time bomb. Takahashi versus Jushin Thunder Liger. Jushin Thunder Liger misses the palm strike, which allows Takahashi to hit the time bomb, and he gets his first win of the tournament. Post match, Liger says that this was his last. These are his last best of the Super Junior matches at Corrigan, and that he would try to win every match that he has going forward. So, nostalgia mm. pop one time for the nerd daddy. Uh, you know, Liger legend, I mean, one of the best juniors of all time. Just, I just have to give it up for him. He is great. I love his surfboards. I love his his chops. He just, he just embodies what a wrestler should be. And, you know, I'm sad that it's his last best of super juniors. But, you know, he's getting up there in years. And um, as far as the match goes, um, it's one of those matches where you really – you know, there are a lot of matches you watch and you go, okay, so-and-so is going to win. This one, I didn't didn't have that feeling just because of how legendary Liger was. And he embodied that in the match. Great back and forth between them. He certainly gave Takahashi what for. I love the match. Definitely, again, another one of those must-see matches. Right, right. Our main event from night two was the actual match of the evening in all seriousness. Will Ospreay, a virtual after hitting a dragon rana, 
which even made Sports Center. Follows that up with the series of kicks, and then he follows that up with the Oscutter, and he gets the win over King Ricky. Um, spectacular. It was um, a, it had a little bit slower pace than theirs from last year had. It still had all the flip de doos, but it, it had like you know the wrestling striking spots. It had the you know can you top this type spots. It, these just these like when when these two when they get their psychology to match up with their athleticism. Hopefully they're not like they don't break each other before then. They're gonna. Um, you you said it all, Don. I mean, I can't say it any more than that. These guys were evenly matched, and it was just back and forth, back and forth. Last year, the match was spectacular. This one, just as spectacular. You really said it all, Don. I love, I love when they're in the ring together. It just, I don't know, it's like peanut butter and jelly, peanut butter and honey. It just makes sense. You love to watch it. You love to eat it. It fills you up. That's what these guys are. I just love them together. And I have to say, shout out to Will Ospreay after the match for his speech on how wrestling is an art and that he truly loves his fans. He loves what he does. He loves New Japan. And I have to say, it is refreshing to see a a grateful wrestler, a talented wrestler, one who does not bore you day in and day out with the same nonsense out of nowhere be grateful for what he does and what he does. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. And I'm going to say that you're listening to Cast a Strong Style presented by the WrestleCast. You can find us on CSPN.us. You can also find us on WrestleCast.tumblr.com on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. So much so we're going to move into night three. We have ACH from our Arrow hits the diving DDT off the top rope and he gets the win. This was a really good match. Nice opening match. ACH again, good crowd reaction. Kind of my room, you know, got a little shenanigans in there doing his heel stuff. I, I like this match. I liked it too. And um, ACH was still playing to the crowd a lot. Um, he There was a spot where he was actually lying half out on the ring on the apron and then um, Kanemaru did like a drop kick. It just sounded so powerful and so devastating. I, I really liked it. Um, ACH, um, after a set of devastating kicks from Yoshinobu, he was gathering strength and the people were just, you know, really going behind him, just actively chanting ACH, ACH. And then he ends up doing a great dive. The crowd went wild. Um, I have to say, this tournament is really making Kanemaru look really good. Sometimes you look at these stables and you go, well, why is so-and-so in there? These tournaments remind you why these guys are in there. They're powerful, they're tricky as hell, and they're powerful to boot. Great match. Yeah, and they're really good wrestlers. You forget because they're so Suzuki gun big multi-man match. They, yeah, these guys, when they're on their own, they, they can hold their own, they can go. Next match we have... Tiger versus Kushida. Tiger Mask hits the Tiger Driver for a near fall. Then Tiger Mask hits the bridging Tiger Suplex to get the pin. Upset. Upset to who? Not to me, because guess what? Kushida still don't have his bubble jacket. <laughs> it's not at the cleaners. It ain't at home. Where is it? I don't know, but you need to call Carl Kanai, homie. You need to call Russell and say, homeboy, FedEx me a bubble jacket, because he lost yet again. Um, it was a slow paced match for me. Kushida was a bit messy at times when he would just somersault into the ring. Um, 
there was a spot I liked when he did the hover lock on Tiger Mask, and Tiger went for the rope, but then he uh, Kushida led him back into the middle of the ring, and so I thought he was going to tap, but he ends up going again with his leg and getting the rope break. Um, I did like the Tiger Driver um, after getting kicked. Um, good match again. Kushida, you in danger, girl. Find that bubble jacket. <laughs> Next up, El Desperado versus Bushi. Desperado pushes the reference to the ropes, which distracts Bushi. Desperado then pulls off Bushi's mask and cradles him up for the win. Um, this match had all kinds of like alternate psychology involved in it because Bushi in this match by default was the baby face. Mm-hmm. And then you had the sheer disrespect of one mask wrestler trying to asking, not trying to, literally unmasking another mask wrestler. I mean, this is just a whole bunch of like stuff going on that's just like, wow. A lot, of, a lot of good psychology at I need a button. The out-of-pocket button. Because the Medicine Chef was strictly out-of-pocket this entire match. I will say that Bushi knew what he was dealing with because he took off his shirt immediately for the choke. And he was like, I'm not even going to mess with this man because he is crazy. It was it was just a back and forth. I remember uh, Desperado uh, jumping out of the ring and then Bushi diving after him. But unfortunately, he was met with a chair to the head and it was loud, loud. Um, yeah, it was like head to chair loud. It was like, bang. I was like, woof. I, I felt bad for Bushi. Um, during the entire match, Desperado was trying to unmask him. Instead, starts working his ankle. Um, after a while, it was just very one-sided to El Desperado. Um, he wins, you know, after taking his mask off. What I noted was that after he took off um, the mask, he got it back. And then there's a brawl afterwards. Desperado takes his mask off again, then takes off, you know, the entrance mask. And he walks to the, the entrance ramp and shines his shoes with Bushi's mask, that's out of pocket. That's an out of pocket alert. And if I was El Desperado, you 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 better call somebody because I know Bushi is is not going to take that sitting down. Out of pocket. Good match though, but menacing chef, you out of pocket, sir. Yeah, there, out of pocket. there is some habitual line stuff going on for sure. That that's too much. He needs to you know slap him like Rick James. <laughs> so our main event of night three: Taguchi versus Volador Jr. Mexican Bret Hart. Yes. Taguchi gets the win with the Dodon. Um, you know, your typical Taguchi match, your comedy, the thing where they're running the ropes and uh, Taguchi's making them doing the handspring bat flip like two or three times. And then he finally gets smart stops and then they take turns and he has Taguchi times and then he finally like gets tired. Yeah, I, 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 I like that. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was funny, you know, again, your typical Taguchi mass, uh, match, I should say. Um, I like the hip attacks from Taguchi. Valdor Jr. had some offense. This one was also one-sided, more in favor of Taguchi. But I, I like the comedy, of course. It just lightens things up for such a serious tournament. And um, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not mad at Taguchi beating Valdor Jr. People kind of dismiss Taguchi. Um, because they always see the comedic side of him, but he is a great junior. So I like seeing this victory. Right. The first match I ever saw the Gucci was against um, Kenny Omega when Kenny won the junior title from him. So yeah, mm-hmm. he can be serious and he can go. Absolutely. I, I don't dismiss him in this. We're going to move on to night four. We have Will Ospreay versus Ataka Michinoku. Springboard forearm and then the tornado kick. Osprey follows that up with the ice cutter and he gets the win. Pretty good opening match. Crowd is behind Will Osprey 100%. Um, 
you know, Suzuki gun. So there's a few antics, but Taka does, you know, mostly straight up though. He uses less antics than the rest of them. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's what I like about Taka. He's just, you know, the straight shooter of the bunch, I would say. Um, other than that demon who I will not name at this time. Um, he is a straight shooter. Um, other than poking Will in the eye in the beginning of the match. Um, it was it was it was a decent match. Uh, Taka was very heavy on the offense. He slowed the pace down to comfort him because we all know how when it does get fast paced, how how devastating and how powerful Will can be when he just goes attack after attack. So I, that was very smart of him. I like the corner drop kick from Will, and of course I like that Will won. Suzuki Gun needs a seat. All of them have been out of pocket as of late. Out of pocket. So good on Will. You better watch out because if Minoru Suzuki. Here's you talking bad. He might show up in your dreams and in. I don't appreciate you wishing um, Suzuki on me, and um, I'm I'm just gonna lock my doors. That's all. all. Okay, that's all. Next match: Jushin Thunder Liger versus the villain Marty Skrull. Get Skrull, excuse me, into the O'Connor roll, but Marty Skrull then reverses that into the crossface chicken wing, and he makes a legend Liger tap out. Um, <laughs> I don't like when Legend Liger loses, even if it is to Marty Skrull. Um, good match. I liked it. Um, I liked the early surfboard attempt by Liger, though it was thwarted. Um, Marty worked on Liger's arm quite a bit, and very heavy on offense for Marty. And I love the tilt-to-world backbreaker from Liger. It looked so bad to his back, and the suplex off the top rope was, was great, too. Said that Liger tapped. Good match overall, though. Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Next up, Dragon Lee versus Taichi. After getting a near fall with the super kick, Taichi gives Dragon Lee the last ride, and he gets the win. <clears throat> one time um, for the breakaway pants. Um, no, no, no. We're, we're not. I'm not. I'm not celebrating anything that is related to Taichi unless it's the beautiful Miho Abe. Okay, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy that D Lee lost. I'm disappointed, Dragon Lee. You're supposed to, to defeat the evil, but that's okay. It's okay. It was a yeah. good match, though, I guess. I don't think there's anybody that actually likes Taichi. Our man, Anwar Starwin, he was refusing to watch Taichi. His, even watch his match. Like, he's got heat. Listen, okay? If you are some, if you are listening to me right now, if you like Taichi, let me know. Let me know so I can school you on Taichi. No one should be liking Taichi. If you like Taichi, you know, call the doctor. There's something wrong. There's, there's something wrong. I, what, what is the appeal? What is the appeal? Can you tell me, Don? I'll wait. Crickets. That's what I thought. You ain't got nothing. There is nothing appealing about that man. From his tights to the cane to the man that he can't even use a daggone hammer properly. His haircut is pretty cool. Don't talk to me anymore, Don. This is the last <laughs> cast of Strong Style. Sorry to say. Canceled. It's canceled. There's something wrong with you, Don. There's something wrong with you. I, I don't know. I, I'll cure I, you. It's okay. I will cure you. That's how kind-hearted the genius is. I will cure you. There's nothing appealing. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the lip syncing. I, I don't know. I, Are you serious? I don't turn away. It makes me. It makes me enthralled every time. And the this lack, is a state of emergency. And the lack of the bass on the uh, on the on the microphone stand is also very very. Just, it just captures my attention every time. I can't take my eyes off it. Like You're trolling me, and I don't appreciate this effort. Minus five stars for this effort, sir. <laughs> this, this is not funny. This is not funny. I'm not, I'm not amused. All I'm right. not tickled pink by your, by your antics, sir. That's a Taiichi antic. 
our main event of this particular night four, Ricochet versus Ticking Time Bomb. Takahashi. Ricochet hit the sit-out Emerald Flow Slam. They have got a very close near fall. Basically, it's like a sit-out powerbomb, but it's got a really cool name to it. He has like a twist spin to it. it. Almost won the match. And then Ricochet lays in some kicks, and then he hits the King's Landing. I just... Another great match between these two. I mean, I love seeing them together. And, and again, back and forth between them. You know, Takahashi with this crash and burn style. Ricochet with this the smoothness of butter just in and out of the ring. I just love, I just love seeing these two. I don't even get mad at who wins or who loses. I just, I just love their spots. I just, I can't say enough. Yeah. Uh, um, Ricochet has like all these counters to Takahashi's crash and burn stuff. And it's really cool. Like when he tried to do the sunset flip power bomb and then he holds onto the ropes and mm-hmm. then, and then he ends up giving him a hurricane Rana, like off from the ring. Like what? I was dying. <laughs> dying yeah. from that I, yeah. I just I just I love seeing them this is another match where the young boys earn their money because this was like a house show so they don't have the barrier and so they have to be the literally the barrier when they get ready to do the diving spots and yeah sometimes they some, sometimes they catch it more than the actual guy catches it oh yeah I mean again shout out to the young lions they do a lot setting up chairs and being barriers for people because those dives, I, w- I would never want to be the, the, on the receiving end of any of those dives from those guys. Mm-mm. All right. So next up, we're going to have night number five. Start off, we have Kanemaru versus Mexican Bret Hart, Volador yes, yes. Jr. Uh, Taichi hits Volador and with a bottle of tequila. Actually, it was Taka Michinoku, not Taichi. Uh, and then, uh, which leads to uh, Kanemaru hitting the deep impact, which is the DDT from the top rope, and he got the win. I'm telling you, Suzuki Gun has been just at it this tournament. I'm just all over the place with the tactics and antics. They are hell bent on trying to trying to win this, no matter what. Even if you know themselves singly, as the the wrestler doesn't win it, they'll try to help somebody else in their faction try to win it by any means necessary. I have to give it up for for them on that. Um, I give credit for that. I don't like you know the way they go about their business, but that's the way they do it. As far as the match. Very good match. Um, it really showed how powerful Kanemaru's offense is to me. Um, I liked that Volador did the Huracan Rana, which, you know, Yoshinobu ended up on sa- outside, and then he followed up with the Swanton Dive. I thought that was a great moment for um, Mexican Bret Hart. Um, Kanemaru using ropes for leverage, you know, for the pin. I like that, too. And I like the fact that Volador still kicked out, because I thought that was going to be the end of the match, and that would have left a sour taste in my mouth. The bottle of liquor still left a sour taste in my mouth, but not as much. So I, I liked it, and it, it just shows um, how committed Suzuki Gun is to winning this. <laughs> Next we get ACH versus... Tiger! Mask. As Tiger Mask counters ACH suplex attempt into the crucifix, and he gets the win. So Tiger Mask has got two wins. Kushida, zero. Mm, 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 mm. Hey, uh, it's it's the bubble jacket, but we are talking about ACH versus Tiger Dad. Um, ACH, I'm, I'm, again, liking his stuff. I like when he did the backhand spring into a drop kick. Uh, the Tilt-A-Roll backbreaker from Tiger Dad, loved it too. Um, I'm starting to like ACH the selling because Tiger Dad really worked on ACH's back. And, you know, he really sold that well, and it made sense for the win here. 
Um, at one point, ACH actually tried to lift Tiger Mask, but he couldn't because of his back. And and even after he kicked out of the Tiger Bomb, it was it was still you know it was it was a great match. I just found it crazy that that H- ACH is so over that there were dueling chants of Tiger Mask versus ACH. And if you've watched any you know New Japan event, like three of them with Tiger Mask in it, you'll see the crowd loves it just as much as they love Liger. And for that to happen, I'm like, that's a testament to how much he's really loved in Japan. And I, I want to see more of ACH. And I'm not saying that because he's also a black nerd. I'm saying that because he's he's nice to see. But yeah. congratulations to Tiger Dad. Yes, yes. Give it up for the old school. One time for the old school. Holla, holla, holla. Next we get Taguchi versus El Desperado. Desperado takes his mask off and hands it to Taguchi. The ref sees this, and so Taguchi starts explaining his case when Desperado gives Taguchi a low blow, and then he hits the guitar de la Murta, and he gets the victory. I swear, he has earned the menacing chef nickname. (laughs) What type of trickery is this that you take off your mask, you throw it at your opponent, get your opponent to distract the ref, and and you get the win. That is some great. That's some great A trickery. I have to give it up one time for that. Um, this match, I I loved it. Um, I was stunned by that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go step by step into what the menacing chef did to really stun me. Now, as I said before, he likes his props. Now, he loves his pens. So what did the menacing chef do? Number one, he took a pen from his boot. Number two, he Jammed said pen into Taguchi's derriere, his butt, his gluteus maximus, his ass. Okay, you heard what I said. I'm not gonna repeat it. And then on top of that, number three, he grounded said pen even deeper into the gluteus maximus. Okay, okay. Taguchi's face turned pink, and homeboy was sweating. I just sat there like that just happened. I couldn't say nothing. I didn't scream. I didn't say nothing. And for once, I was speechless. I just stared at my TV like, that. I'm really watching this. This this really just happened. There was no way Taguchi was going to win that match. No way. There's no way somebody could survive a pen to the gluteus maximus and, and win. I just, I'm stunned. The medicine chef, I don't know if I'm here for you. I'm just stunned by you. And that's all I got to say about the match. I'm kind of disturbed right now, Don. I, I can see. I'm that's having great. a moment. That's a great, doing into great detail there. Yep, I'm just I just had to explain. Just just watch the match, y'all. I need a moment. All right. Our main event, night number five, Kishida versus after kicking out of the MX, Kishida counters Bushi's second attempt at the MX into a code breaker. Kishida then gets the hoverboard lock after two attempts to get to the ropes. Kishida um Kishida then shifts into the get goss back to the future pinning predicament. Gets the pin on Bushi. Or, a.k.a. the guys against what I was trying to say initially. Well, I see that match had you stunned too, Don, and that's all right. Yeah. Now, this match... Something that the, bubble, that the bubble vest represents, the Back to the Future. I'm just saying, he didn't have the bubble vest. That's okay. I'm glad that Kushida has had a, a win here, and a, a desperately needed win. It was a back and forth... Um, Bushi really controlled ma- the majority of the pace of the match. I like that Kushida did a swanton over the rope to Bushi. Um, after several submission holds, um, Bushi's arm um, kind of getting worked. Um, and Kushida did the backhand spring into the elbow. 
I loved it. With the hover lock, it was so long. And even when that didn't work, he resorted to the pin. So I like that a lot. And I'm, I was I was very pleased by that. Oh, yeah. This was a very high-quality match. I actually just finished watching it before we came on air. Uh, yeah, highly entertaining. Highly entertaining. And uh, I like Bushi uh, coming to the ring in this all-white right now. He's a... Uh, He's he's feeling the, the 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 fashion the spring summer fashion so right now so boss hog homie let him let him flaunt let him let him finesse in the ring that's all right yeah all white everything that's right with the white nail polish too I see you homie <laughs> I ain't mad either all right so now we're gonna give you the standings as they stand after five nights of the best of the super juniors so you get two points for a win uh, if you happen to have a draw. You'll get point, and then of course zero points for a loss. Mm-hmm. So the block A standings are as follows: We have Will Osprey, Marty Scroll, Ricochet, and Dragon Lee, and Taichi all tied with four points. Taka has two points. Takahishi has zero points, and Jushin Thunder Liger has zero points as well. Uh, I know Taichi having four points is very surprising to you. No comment. <laughs> all right. Block B standings. We have Desperado with six points, Taguchi with four points, Kanemaru with four points, Tiger Mask with four points, Valder Jr. has two points, ACH has two points, Kushida has two points, Bushi has no points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Desperado being uh, basically you know, undefeated so far is uh, surprising to me. He's out to a fast start. The pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> uh... <laughs> you know it's you know also mighty what amazon through csbn.us you are correct that's probably how i'm gonna find that bullet club uh umbrella that you want me to buy for you that you're that you are that you've agreed to thank you so much yes right what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go to the website www.csbn.us at the top of the page i'm gonna click on the tab that says support once i open that tab I'm going to go down to Amazon. I'm going to click on that tab. And then I'm going to tab in the search bar at Amazon, t- type in Bullet Club Umbrella. Then I'm going to get two because I need one for myself. And then I'm going to purchase, give them all my information, and they will send it to me in uh, three to five business days. And I will have kept Moto and myself dry. And I will have also. Yay! Thank you, Amazon. Because. Some of the amount from the purchase will be given back to CSPN.us so we can help keep the podcast free for all the costs of the uploading and, you know, the various technology purchases we need to uh, make here on the network to keep things sounding great and to have these shows come to you for free every week. And that's CSPN.us through Amazon.com. Do it today. All right. So at this point in time, it's everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Moto. We're going to open it up to you for, this is a theory this week, am I correct? That is absolutely correct. I was going to do a rant, but I thought my time is better spent making another theory. I know you guys are waiting for it. So um, I've waited weeks to perfect it, and it's here. And as always, you're welcome. And uh, Don, any comments before I go on in my theory? Now, I will save my comments till after. You're, you're already about to doubt. I hear it. I hear your doubt, but that's okay. That's all right, listeners. I'm here to open your mind. Now, of course, as always, as all my theories are, this is controversial and my opinion alone, but it's still my theory. I have come to the conclusion that Bushi is not human. He's not a regular human being. I have not 
determine whether he's an alien or a reptile, but he is not human. Don? Don? Sorry. Uh, I was drinking water. Luckily, I was on mute. I almost choked to death. Thank you. You almost choked to death. Why is that? Because I'm right, as always. (laughs) To an extent, yes, I have thought, like, wow, you know what? He has very lizard-like qualities to his features, but you can't really tell because he does have on, like, two masks at all times, usually. Thank you. That brings me to my first point. How did I come about this? His temperature is just not normal. Now, the guy wears two masks, one shirt, wrestling tights, arm warmers, socks, boots, and may I tell you, a suit, a very clean-looking suit, on top of that. Okay? He does not sweat. He does not sweat at all. Every single entrance, I have not seen a drop of sweat. Not on his neck, not not on his face, nothing. There is no sweat on him. And I just, for the life of me, that's not normal. How you wear two masks, a shirt, wrestling tights, arm warmers, socks, boots, and a suit on top of that, and you don't sweat? Wouldn't that make you sweat, Don? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, before, and before you guys go, oh, there's AC, there's air conditioning. Not in every place they are in when they're in those rural gyms. Those gyms don't have air conditioning, and there's still no sweat. What time is it? What, it's, it's May. It's hot over there. I'll tell you that right now from personal experience. I went to Japan. You are sweating your butt off right now this time of year. And he has all that on and there's no sweat? Hmm. Not human. He don't sweat. That's not human. That is a sweating is a human feature for us to regulate our temperature. He don't sweat. Not human. Number one. Number two, the epic water geyser. Now, in his entrance, he sits up at the top buckle, and he sprays this fountain of water. It's, it's like a tremendous amount of water. Like, that's like half a bottle of water. Now, a bottle of water here is what? 17 ounces? Divide that by two, what? That's what? Eight, 8.5? That's 8.5 ounces in your mouth, dog. And he doesn't take a swig. He sprays it gloriously as his name is announced. Now, mind you, I already told you what he's got on with those two masks. He's holding all that water, that's 8.5 ounces of water, down the ramp to the ring, okay? He never takes a swig of water. And I've watched a lot of his entrances. And LIJ's entrances are freaking long. We all know this. We all know this. When they announce his name, that geyser is ready. How is he holding so much water? Can you hold 8.5 ounces of water in your mouth? I know I can't. No, don't think I can. You know who can, though? Non-humans. Non-humans, dog. He ain't human. That was point number two. And my last point, his famous mist. He sprays it in opponents' faces, more as an offensive move, and sometimes it's different colors. And again, comes out of nowhere like his geyser. I mean, I will, I will sit there. Cameras won't even, like, move away from him right before this mist goes on. And it's sometimes it's black, sometimes it's green. Now, how is that, Don? Explain that. Sometimes it's black and green in the same match. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, how do you do that? He's not a magician. I, I don't have a plausible answer. Besides. You don't have a plausible answer. You know why? Because he's not human. He's not human. You have not one rebuttal for any of the points I have made. You're, you're actually right. There it is, folks. There it is. The genius once again On proving screen. to you. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me. You can't explain not one of these theories. Not one. 
No, creative has nothing for you on this one. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're actually, yeah, you're actually right. <laughs> and see, and there it is. So simplistic. Moto knows. Hashtag Moto knows. I know. And you're welcome. Oh, yes. That will, that will be tearing up the new Twitter streets. It should be. It should be. Wait a second. Before I go on, for those of you who thought, you know, last episode, since Don came out of pocket at me, like he was, you know, El Desperado, you think you could just come out of pocket to me in these Twitter streets, honey. It ain't happening. Just because I'm the genius don't mean I ain't watching. I watch and I know all. Watch yourselves in these Twitter streets. Though I do like when y'all tweet at me. Cast a strong style. (laughs) Um... I actually have a, I guess this, this would be a rant because Ooh. a rave would be a positive thing. Ooh, so go down. I'm listening. I'm curious. In the Kojima, Juice Robinson, Taguchi, Kushida versus the LIJ match from night two of Best of the Super Juniors, there is a very unfortunate incident involving Naito and the Intercontinental title belt. Um, if you follow the product, you understand that uh, Los and Goblinables means the ungovernables. They're above the rules. They do what they want. They act how they want. They say what they want. And so Naito takes that literally, and he treats the title however he wants. He doesn't wear it around his waist. He doesn't carry it in his hand. He throws it down. He kicks it to the ring. He throws it in the ring. He throws it out of the ring. And as a part of the LIJ greatness, I had kind of come to grips with that and said, you know what? I can tolerate it. I don't like it, but I can tolerate it. But this particular night, I could not tolerate it anymore. As when he came down to the ring, before he walked up the steps to get into the ring, he threw the belt into the steps. Not once, but twice. Then he walks up the steps and just throws the belt into the ring. And he gets introduced. The match goes on. They have their post-match walkout as the victors. And what does he do before he leaves? Oh, and kicked it some more. He picks it up, turns around, and baseball throws it into the ring post. Hard. So hard that he bent the belt. He bent the belt. And then he walks off and leaves it. And the young boys are scrambling trying to put it back into shape. Kitamura, the KOB, tries to do it with his bare hands. Can't get it to budge. They try to pry it back against the ring post. Can't get it to budge. Thankfully, they found the ring hammer, and they had to beat the belt back into shape. It's unacceptable, dog. I I, I love LIJ. They're the greatest. Maito, he's my man. But he got to treat the belt better than that. It's a trophy. It's an honor. It's a... It's a it's a symbolic uh, or a symbol rather of his greatness, and he should be more grateful towards it. That's it. That's my ring. Um. <clears throat> so let me get this straight. I'm never one to you know. I, I get it. You feel some type of way, but where were you feeling some type of way when he was just throwing it over his shoulder? Where, where, where was your you, you? You sound very passionate, and I, I get that. I have outraged. I have. Outraged when guys don't wear the belt, period. It doesn't matter if it's New Japan, WWE, TNA. I like for my people who are champions to wear the belt. I don't like us to carry it around like a loaf of bread or a six pack. You know, I don't want, I, I have to understand, hey, 
just because I like it to be this way doesn't necessarily mean it's the way it's got to be. So I have to be tolerant of the people and what they do. But this was just overboard. Like I said, I have built up a tolerance towards it. It's not like, you know, it's not the best thing for me. I'd rather see everybody come out like Okada with the belt front and center wearing it. Everybody knows you're the champion. You got the prestige for it and everything like that. But hey, it's a new day and time. People like to wear it over their shoulders. Some people like to wear it around their neck like Sonata does. Some people like to drag it like it's a blankie or something. You know, different styles for different folks. Okay. But this was just too much. He 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 almost changed it into the old uh, WWE hardcore title. <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree, 100. Because here's the thing: when Naito was a face, no one cared what he did. He tried everything to get the people's adoration. They they went mild. The crowd went mild when they saw the Stardust Genius. And that's got to hurt after a while. Okay? He goes to Mexico, comes back, and he's a badass. He gets hardened up by the the Mexican scene, and the people love him. They love him. That's got to do something on your psyche. And, yes, he throws the belts around. But you can't deny that Naito has fought for, for every time for that belt. Blood, sweat, and tears. Every time when that belt was on the line... He did everything he could to keep said belt he likes to throw around. Right. It's, I have nothing wrong. The only thing I have wrong with it is the fact that he tried to break it and he was almost successful. Everything else I have actually, like I said, I've come to grips with. It's kind of like, you know, you know, when your mom doesn't like your boyfriend or vice versa. She may not like it, but at some point she learns to tolerate it. Okay. But, <laughs> but, le- but let, me, let me put it to you like this. Knowing what you know about Naito, right? What did we announce during the beginning of the show? The new belt, right? The new belt, right. What did I say a couple weeks ago? I said that Naito said that this company does not pay attention to LIJ and give them the respect and everything else that they deserve. He sees that there's a new belt, a new division being made, and he's looking at this belt, which, yes, if you look at that belt, it looks kind of used, okay? It looks like it's been through some things. What do you think someone with that juvenile mindset thinks is going to happen if he destroys that belt? They're going to give him a brandy shinier one? Bam! That's his. That's associated with his. That's what I think he's going for. Uh, that's a long game to play. I, I, don't, I don't, don't know what the outcome will be. I just want the short term to just don't do that again. You can throw it. You can kick it. I'd rather you not. But hey, I can tolerate it, but I can't rate you trying to destroy the damn thing. I'm, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying, look at it from his standpoint, that maybe he wants a shiny new toy that is associated with him and not this belt that is associated with the company that he believes in his brain turned his back on him. Mm. Very interesting counter rant there. Oh, it wasn't a rant. I'm just saying. Got to gotta look at it from different perspectives. I respect uh, your rant, and I believe that. Every single belt, every single championship title should be held in esteem and respect by the person who has the honor and privilege of holding it. It is not some toy to be thrown around. I agree with you on that because it needs to be up. It's a prestigious thing to, to have. Right. That's all I'm saying. I agree. 
I love the antics. I love it. That the the you, you know what the the one eye open means, right? No. Okay. You know how as un PC Americans slant eyes. Yes. Well, that's oh. that's his answer to us. <laughs> I I like him even more for that. <laughs> so, like yeah. him even more for that. Whenever you see Naito doing that, he's basically making fun of of us. That's of us. you know what I, I have no problem with that. No problem with that. <laughs> All right. So hey, let's uh, right now before we get into the shoutouts, let's tell them about the Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, we do officially now find us at Cast Strong Style. It's the show title without the of in there because it's a little bit too long to put in our handle. Um, you can send us feedback at castastrongstyle at gmail.com. So you guys can get in touch with us through Twitter or through emails directly. So please come use the hashtag uh, when you guys watch the events um, and share your thoughts with us um, at us and, um, you know, tag Miyamoto as well in the tweets. And we'll definitely be responding and interacting with everybody who follows again at cast strong style. Yes, and there you'll find um, media from New Japan, different announcements, announcements on when either uh, when Don or I live tweet New Japan events, and um, tidbits and things that might have not made the show will also be tweeted as well. So at Cast Strong Style, follow them, and um, we'll interact with you. The group will interact with you, and we're just happy to have it. And thank you guys for all your support. That's right. That's right. So, Mato, I'll just let you get right into your shout out. Shout out. Classic. Classic. The genius. Also the genius. The mastermind. I'd like to shout you out. Um, I'd like to shout out myself because I'm so great in my theories. To those who felt that they wanted to be out of pocket this week, I see you in these Twitter streets. (laughs) To our listeners, to everyone who's listened so far, feedback and all. uh, We love the support. we couldn't be doing this without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Moto. I'd like to give my first shout out to my partner Moto. She bears, she bears with me and in, in my ridiculous uh, structuring of these podcasts, and, <laughs> and, she, and she provides great analysis to you know help me out and make it really great every week. I'd like to give a shout out to the chairman who allows us to come do this. Thank you. Uh, podcast give a big shout out to all the people who uh joined and followed the twitter account so far uh, we appreciate and uh, use the hashtags we appreciate y'all all the wrestling fans who have just supported the wrestlecast and all our efforts in general as this is underneath the wrestlecast umbrella as well um just big shout out to all y'all wrestling fans and um so we're gonna be back in a couple of weeks and i think when we come back again we'll be right on the edge of um getting ready for the finals of the best of the super juniors it will probably be maybe like one or two nights left before we figure out who's going to be in that last match and then we go on to dominion which will be oh my gosh i can't wait for that yes yes it's going to be crazy spectacular because i think the young bucks are going to be back for that and uh of course that's going to be headlined by uh, the potential runner-up for mess of the year as okada and kenny omega part two is going to go down i cannot wait it's going to be a a barn burner it is, it is. And so, for my co-host, Miss Mojo, this has been Don DeLorenta, and you have been listening to Castle Strong Style.
Strong Style.